shit, I was ready to say it. Goddamn. What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Opinionated Brother Podcast. And this is no episode. Yes, yes, this is not. This is the after dark in the woods so low. Hey, no one's gonna know. No one's got to know. They ain't gotta know. Welcome, welcome, everybody, to the uh, Peonated Brother After Dark Show, episode 49, with your boy, Devante, and uh, I got a special guest in the building with me, Brother Dale. Yes, sir. You feel me? Green-headed Dale in the building. It's been a minute. You feel me? A a little hiatus, (laughs) but we back in the swing of things, man. Had to hop on After Dark Show. You know how to come back. You know you had to come back for the after dark joint. You feel me? But before we get into everything, you know what I'm saying? Let me shout out some of our sponsors for the podcast. First of all, we got to shout out the best chicken and fish spot in Grand Rapids, hands down. Hey, that's no cap. That's no cap. I keep trying to tell people. Hey, I'm on board. Hey, I keep trying to tell people. He is no cap now. I keep trying to tell y'all. Four brothers, chicken and fish. And Grand Rapids is it, okay? Listen, we have a special right now going. Small catfish nuggets uh, with a can of pop and some fries for $6.99 at both locations, 4720 uh, South Division Avenue and then 1975 uh, Madison Avenue Southeast. Listen, I'm telling y'all, it's slaptastic. What did we just have? I just we, we just went. We just went. Just went. Just went. Yes, Yesterday, literally just went yesterday. <laughs> All right, I got the special, but they threw in like a couple extra pieces, you know, just sure. for your boy. You feel me? I got the wing dings. Listen, he got the man. Hold the fuck up now. The wing ding, right? Now, when you get wing dings from most places nowadays, right? They small. You understand what I'm saying? They small. So you, when you look at the price. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, 15 wings for some fries. Yeah, $10.99, $11.99. Okay, that's 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 probably going to be what it is. It's going to be like a little, a little small, small wings. Wing, you opened your container and my nigga. Bruh. Those yeah. wings were fat. Fat, bro. Meaty paws. That was like <laughs> the best wing beans I've had from a restaurant Ooh. in a long time, bro. I didn't finish them. Yeah, they still in the refrigerator. Fridge, bro. I can't wait to get them. So, man, I'm telling you, bro. That's my new spot, man. Hey, man. See? I'm telling you. I'm trying to tell y'all. The revolution, man, it's, it's, it can't be televised. I'm just letting y'all know that. So, step <laughs> over to Four Brothers Fish, uh, Chicken and Fish if you're in Grand Rapids. Again, 4720 South Division Avenue and then uh, 1975 Madison Avenue Southeast. Again, we got a shout out Amazon Audible. Now, Amazon Audible is the world's largest producer and provider of spoken word entertainment and audio books. With a customer-centric approach to technological innovation and superior programming, Audible has reinvented the media category, a media category, and is the driving force behind today's audio entertainment. Now, y'all know Audible just doesn't have books. They have theoretical performances, A-list comedies, and exclusive Audible originals that you can't find nowhere else, right? So with my call today and any other day, Till basically October. No. Yeah. No. November. Sorry. Right? Basically until October, November, right? You can use my code, www.audibletrial.com. 
uh, forward slash TOB podcast to use 30 days free trial with your new book. I know a lot of people are getting into becoming, right? Because Michelle Obama just dropped that becoming uh, documentary on Netflix, which literally made me want to read the book even more, even though I know that book is long as hell. Okay. Even though I know that book is long. Yeah, and I appreciate it. I'm a, I'm a testimony of the, of the Audible code. You know, I've, I'm about an hour away of finishing Grant Cardone 10X Rule. Oh, and wow. I love it, man. It's, I love the Audible app, man. I, I, I can't wait to get my next credit next I'm time. I'm telling you. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem, man. Like, you know, a lot of us, even though a lot of us want to want the handheld books and everything, I know we can't get them, especially during this uh, this pandemic. So, uh, use the code, man. Get get into the Audible thing. You might you might just like both of them, both of them. You know, when you can't really get to a book, you know, you might have a credit or two. You know, up in the Audible thing. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we just snatch that fourteen ninety five without you even noticing. You know what I'm saying? You be like, and then you got a credit up in there. You be like, what the fuck? See, then you just understand that just just the power of reading. You know what I'm saying? So I'll have all the script, all the links and descriptions, everything below. But how is everybody? We are on Facebook Live right now. How's everybody doing? Thank you for listening. If you're listening to us audibly, you know, through the headphones or whatever, through your Wi-Fi speakers or, you know, through your aged out computers. Thank you. We appreciate you. I love you so much. Um, how you been, Dale? How's the quarantine? Damn, I'm quarantining for real, man. Yeah. It's, it's tough, but the weather is making it much more bearable. Like, yeah, I feel like it's I about can, time. I, I can breathe. I know. So I'm it's hoping you... I know it's gonna like probably storm or whatever, but it's good to get some good air, man. Get out. It's yeah. Gemini season, you know, gang gang. Oh man, my so, man's birthday so is, is coming up. Yeah, he acting real different. I see it. You see the. You see the. You see the spunk. You see the spunk. <laughs> the little the little, little swagger they got. <laughs> but yeah, how about you, swag? man? How you yeah, we, we out here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We out here. We we chilling. You know what I'm saying? We relaxed. You know what I'm saying? Mentally. Trying not to stress out too much, you know, really understanding the relaxation time in this period right now. Because I just feel like when this is all over, everything is going to ramp up for me personally. And I'm like, and I'm like, I need to enjoy this period of downtime because I've been working. I've been working hard as hell. And I'm like, I just need to enjoy this period of just downtime, rest. I'm like, I've been working hard in school for like three years. And now I have the ability to relax. And that's how I'm trying to look at everything. Like, just look at everything like, all right, you know, we can focus on the negative. We can complain, you know what I'm saying? I can sit here and say, oh, crazy. I mean, listen, it's, it's fine. I don't give a damn. It is what it is. I kind of don't even want the stimulus no more. I don't even want the government money. Like, honestly. I mean, if you're going to give it to me, give it to me. I don't mind it. But, I mean, not I'm not pressed. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? I'm not pressed for anything. I'm chilling. You know, I'm working. I'm blessed. To, I'm blessed to still work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not essential. But in a way, people can see me as essential. In a way, we need entertainment. You know what I'm saying? a crisis like this. You, you know, know? I, I have a duty. I feel like I have a duty. I have to. I feel like I have a duty to just make people, you know, kind of take the worry out of their day. You know what I'm saying? See my crazy ass, hear my crazy ass talking. You know, just just hear some, you know, maybe some crazy shit, just some inspirational shit, and just know that you, you know, that you can make it another day. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I always say, if you woke up in the morning, you're blessed. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of people that did not wake up this morning. 
You understand what I'm saying? And so every time I wake up in the morning, I'm just blessed. I'm blessed. I made it another day. Whether it was hard or not, I made it through that day. I made it through that day. So I want everybody to take away, like, just just be um, intentional in everything that you're doing right now and know that every moment that you wake up in the morning, you are blessed. Because right now it's really showing, like, it's not a lot of people that's waking up in the morning. You know what I'm saying? And it, 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 and it kind of took the coronavirus, really, to, I guess, make us understand that humanely. Mm-hmm. You know? That's a good way to put it. So, um... I'm I'm glad that it that we're that we're understanding it. I'm just kind of not mad, but kind of sad that it took a little bit long, you know, to kind of get the concept, you know. But I mean, it's okay. I mean, it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. You know, um, big Gretch, man, big Gretch. Hey, Listen, I'll, go ahead. I hey, love me some big Gretch. I love big Gretch. First man. of all, this is the after dark. Okay, y'all know I get a little X-rated on this show. <laughs> Okay, you got to say some shit that people may not agree with, but I don't give a damn. Yeah, I like me some big Gretch. Big Gretch can get it. Big Gretch, fine. Okay, big Gretch with some buffs on. Listen she here, she chose that nigga. <laughs> walk into Nikki. Hey, big Gretch gonna get on. Hey, yo, big Gretch, <laughs> I love you. You understand what I'm saying? Just know I love you, but just know I'm old enough too. <laughs> is she married? I I don't know. Are, I don't know. Is she married? I never seen her with somebody put in the comments if she married or not. You know what I'm saying? I would love to know if she married. Because if she not, hey, hit my line. You know what I'm saying? What's up? You feel what I'm saying? Like, hey, I wouldn't mind being hey, I would listen. Don't I wouldn't mind being a political side nigga. A political husband. <laughs> hey, hey, ah. did you know? Biden talked to her about being a VP. Stop it. Yeah. Don't Big Greg don't even do it. You wouldn't? No. You'll, you'll like I her need her right. VP. Stop. Uh-uh, bro. Y'all see that? Uh, see? 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 <laughs> see? See? See, we messing shit up already. See? See? Now she's getting on the tractor. See? <laughs> she can't rock with Biden. Yo. Uh, come on, man. We doing that? This, this early? I feel like she's early in her career. She, well, got she just got, she got governor. Time. She just got governor. She just right. got governor. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people weren't rock where at first. I was very skeptical about what she was going to do at first. But you know, a lot of things have transpired. She has shown herself. She has proven herself For worthy sure. of governor. So I'm like, listen, I fuck with you. I rock with you. You know what I'm saying? You be fine on camera and shit like that. Your makeup artist be fucking you up. It's a black woman behind you. You be fine on camera. Hey. You That's be, real. Hey. A black woman is dolling her up, bro. True. Big facts. But we're not here just to just to get into Big Gretch's, you know, looks and buffs and everything like that. We're actually here to talk about how Grand Rapids. <sighs> oh, this is why I sometimes hate this city, dude. My God. Um, and it's not just this city, right? Michigan has just really been acting up when it comes to Big Gretch. And I just don't understand why, right? Now, Big Gretch, every time she has spoken, she has been lenient, right? She's been a fair woman. She has been (laughs) utmost fair, okay? I mean, I think beyond fair. 
and y'all still want to protest? What do y'all need open? Hold on. So, golf courses are open. Y'all still want to protest. For what? You can go on the green and hit all 18. I don't understand. Don't get it. Okay? So, help, help me. Right? She says you can go into the lakes. Just do not be near each other. Make sure you are being conscious and wear masks. You still want to protest. I know a lot of you people, white people, okay, that are sitting here protesting about haircuts. Now, I'm only about to say this because because I had roommates and never once did they woe to a shop for a haircut. That's my thing. I cut my white roommate's hair. So I'm really trying to understand because now y'all got super cuts and the girls cutting your hair in the barbershop and massaging your scalps. Trust me, I've been to there. Black people don't go. Don't go. The massage is good. The mas- listen, the massage is great. I love it. I love it. They treat listen. They treat you like a king from head to toe for twenty dollars. Do you hear me? I'm twenty. But boy, do they know nothing about the black hair? Okay, they know diddly squat about their black hair. I remember going one time, and literally, I was like, "Let me get a fade." She said, "Is that a one all over?" That's it. That's all they know. A one? A two. one all over. I said, what the hell is that? Whatever. Whatever. It was. The, I think it was like my first haircut up here. Up here? Yeah, because they had coupons. Yes, only we and do. it was sick. It was the sickest thing. Nobody told us not to do this. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We had to experience it. And I remember my hairline was so pushed back Bruh. that I looked like Stephen A. Smith for a minute. Just like, I, don't know, I, was, I was just sick for a minute. It was just... You know, I was like, wow. So the fact that y'all are really out here mad about haircuts, um, go get you some clippers from Meyer, um, um, the pharmacy. I don't know if the beauty supply stores are open now, but I mean, y'all yeah, can those go. Are open. Oh, those are open now? Open. Oh, well, go to the beauty supply store, get y'all some Andes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if y'all know how to use those. But go ahead and get y'all some walls. What 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 are those? Hey, walls, the walls. Yeah, 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 get you yeah, the walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Bevels. Yes. You get you some bevels. <laughs> right? And go cut your hair. I just don't understand why Grand Rapids was protesting. And then y'all really actually did it. You know what they were saying? They was just protesting. Rosa Parks Circle. That's the thing, why I just feel like White people got inconvenienced for the first time in their lives. <laughs> and us as minorities get inconvenienced all, all the time. So we, like, we good with it. We we used to it. But they it's a culture shock for man, them. They are sitting here like, I can't get haircuts. Yeah. I can't go get my nails done. <laughs> I can't sit here and go party. I can't sit here and go get drunk. Yes, you can't. Yes, you're gonna have to look ugly. Yes, your toes gonna have to. You're gonna have to do your toes and everything. Hopefully, you are washing up. Hopefully, you are doing your toes. Hopefully, you are keeping Hopefully your. You know what I'm saying? Your hygiene, right? Hopefully, 
you are doing the things that you need to do, you know, I wonder, I you know, I, I, you know, now this got me thinking, and maybe it's the liquor. <laughs> but now it's got me thinking, like, are the people that's protesting unsanitary? I question that. I question people that are protesting in the in Lansing too. Like, for you to go out to be doing things you're doing, you not being safe, you're not social distancing, you're not being sanitary. It's got to be nasty out there at the protest. I mean, just saliva everywhere. Y'all ain't wearing no yeah, mask. <laughs> Spit yeah, everywhere. <laughs> Mono probably half the way through. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to understand. I just didn't get why y'all protesting. And then cry out wolf when y'all get corona. Yep. Oh, I get coronavirus. Yep. Oh, my God. So, I have empathy for you. A, lo- a whole lot. Because I don't wish that on nobody. Mm-hmm. But look at the circumstances you did. Look at the shit that you put yourself in. You went to a protest. Now, I can see if it was a protest, a meaningful protest. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I can see if you went to a meaningful protest with some gloves on and a mask on your face. I can see that. I can understand that. No problem. Hey, I can see you going to get your hair cut with a mask on. And, the, and you know, whoever cuts your hair is, has a mask on his gloves. I can see that. Definitely. It's a lot of you that just aren't using your, your conscience. And then when somebody literally questions literally the most obscure and probably, like, most humane thing about you, then you want to sit here and be mad at them and that's not right and everything. I'm like, wait, 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 stop. We just asked you, did you wash up this morning? Okay. Why are you protesting that you don't have soap? Why are you protesting that Meyer doesn't have toilet paper? Why are you buying this much toilet paper? I still don't understand. I still don't understand. I remember going to Family Dollar probably a month ago. Family Dollar was out of toilet paper. What are y'all doing? Are y'all still wiping y'all ass? Like, are y'all shitting like this? I mean, I said on the uh, the Devontae's World podcast earlier uh, this morning, like, I mean, I get, I'm getting tired of eating out and cooking at the same time, but damn, I ain't shitting like that. We ain't going through rolls of toilet paper like that, now, goddamn. And I'm just like, who is using this much toilet paper? I mean, I get that y'all need to stock up, and I get that, you know, the import toilet paper comes through this, this, and that. But I'm just like, yo. What are y'all doing? But not, you know what I'm saying? In quarantine, you get it. You know? Some people have other pleasures. You know? Thank you. <laughs> you what know? are you doing with the toilet paper? Hey, you know, quarantine. Hey, you know, quarantine. And quarantine has made you become a little creative. Hey, you got to Yeah. <laughs> you know? It be like that. It be like it that. It be like that. But you know what? Everybody against Big Gretch, I feel like it's just very stupid right now. I feel like Big Gretch, you got my support all the way, baby. I message you, Big Gretch. I do. Like you, you, you really kept us safe for real. For us, I mean, for me personally, I've been safe. Mm-hmm. You understand? I've stayed my happy ass in the, in that damn house as much as I possibly can. Go out when I need to. Be cautious and conscious. When I go out and everything, I'm not like everybody else, Big Gretch. I listen. <laughs> I'm following your rules. <laughs> but listen, man, y'all just need to chill the fuck out. Like, 
Seriously, it's, it's not that big of a fucking deal. I don't, I don't be understanding. Um, you got anything else on it? No. Uh, well, what do you, when do you think will truly be be done? Done quarantine. <sighs> Hopefully, cause I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I still got some celebration in me for graduation. graduation. You understand what I'm saying? Cause I'm master, bitch. So, I still have a lot of celebration in me that needs to come out, but I'm really just sitting on it and being humble. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I'm let I told y'all, the quarantine, like, this quarantine was probably the best thing because class of 2020 in Grand Rapids, specifically the people I know, we would have fucked Grand Rapids up all the way up that whole weekend. It would have been disrespectfully bad and disrespectfully good at the same time. So I'm like, I'm glad this quarantine was that, but I have that energy still within me. I'm just holding it. So hopefully we can be done by like June, mid-June, something like that. Because at this point, we have to live with it. Like at this point, it, 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 it's going to be here, right? Yeah. Like it's going to be here and we're going to have to live with it. And um, again, we're just going to have to be cautious and conscious of what we're doing and everything like that. Like. When they open, when they open back up Michigan, or when Big Red open back up Michigan, don't sit up here and just go out, you know, at the food all of a sudden. But be conscious, because I know I'm away for a minute. Me personally, of course, yeah, I'm away for we'll a minute because I'm, a, you know, what I'm saying, I'm gonna let the first wave of y'all go, see what happens. If y'all act the fool and shit like that and come back coughing, uh uh-uh, uh uh uh, stay your ass <laughs> over there, stay your ass. <laughs> Over hey, there. Let me hear one cough. It's out. Let yeah. I'm done. We're done. It's, it's a wrap. I'm over it. Like so. Hopefully, hopefully we we done by. I hope hope we're done by June. Like if if she say May 28th is like the last day, that would be that would that would be great because I just I really want to go see my family. Yeah. Want to go see my mom and everybody. So like I'm telling y'all, I got some, I got some celebrations. To steal to do Definitely. so, I'm I'm hopefully hoping that in the next month month and a half everything will be back to normal. For sure, hopefully. Um, we hit 25k, man. Um, the Opinionated Brother Podcast hit 25,000 streams on. It was Monday night, but I posted it on Tuesday. Hold it, and you know, held it out for y'all and everything, but. 25k in less than three years. Our three year anniversary is July 31st, mm-hmm. I believe. And um, it's crazy to understand like around this time we was at 10,000 and now we're at 25. And yeah, the yeah. jumps have been ridiculous. Like the year before we hit 10k, I think I was probably. Was it around this time? I didn't even start the podcast around this time. Around that time. Yeah. So yeah. Had I ain't had none at all. Then, like, so 2017, I didn't have anything. I just started. 2018 came. Ran, uh, um, ran up with 2018. I probably had, like, around that time, maybe. I want to say... Like a two thousand streams, two wow. three thousand streams. Wow. Next year hit ten thousand. This year hit twenty five. I was like, the growth is ridiculous. 
and I can't be more happier, man. Like literally, um, I'm 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 really excited for where the Opinionated Brother is about to go. Um, I'm really excited for where I'm about to go with everything that I'm doing. I'm just continuously proud of this podcast and just in love and just loving on everybody that supports it and listens and shares. Like this couldn't be done without y'all, man. Twenty five thousand listens couldn't it couldn't be me. I couldn't listen to this shit twenty five thousand times. <laughs> like I love my product, trust me. I love my product, trust me, but hell no. Like not twenty five thousand times. Trust me, I've listened to myself multiple times, but y'all were the twenty five thousand. You know what I'm saying? It was it was y'all. So I appreciate y'all, man, because it, it's been a it's been a rough road. It's been a yeah. tough road. Not rough, but tough. You know what I'm saying? It's been a rewarding but rough road, you know what I'm saying? Um, and now I got all the uh, haters gagging, you know what I'm saying, like Meg Stallion. I see you say that. You feel me? Like, it's really it's really rewarding when you know people are shifting because you're elevating. You understand what I'm saying? And you don't even have to say anything to these people. Here's the thing. I'm very genuine in everything that I do. Even when I come at your head. You understand what I'm saying? I'm very genuine when I do it. It's out of love. You understand what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, I'm always humble. But don't get it twisted. I'm the shit around this bitch. You understand what I'm saying? Like, don't get it twisted. I know what the fuck I got. I have a great product. I'm a walking fucking brand. You understand what I'm saying? And everybody that doubted me in the beginning, that sat here and thought it wasn't going to work out, I appreciate that. I love that. I love getting doubted. You know what I'm saying? I tell people every time every every time I thrive in uncomfortability. I love proving people wrong. You understand what I'm saying? Because then that shows resiliency in myself. It shows that I not only prove myself wrong, but I prove your stupid ass wrong. And that's the rewarding factor because I know I can do it, right? I just got to prove to myself I can do it. But now to see here and see that a lot of y'all are just like, damn, this nigga. Yes, been out here. You just got on the fucking train. Welcome aboard, though. You understand what I'm saying? Welcome aboard. We welcome. We, as my church home used to say, we welcome you. Not the welcome song. We welcome you. Welcome. You feel me? Period. You gotta welcome a man. You know. You know there was a time where there was a time where I hated y'all niggas. You know, I hated the haters. You know what I'm saying? Then it got to a time you just gotta embrace them and just let them in. Let them love love them. Because all they want, they admire you at the bottom of they at the bottom of their spirit, and they they don't want to say that. They they want to hate more than they want to love. And it's and it's crazy because I'm like, I could never. I'm like, why would I hate? Especially on something that I can't like. If I know I'm not good or great in that field, and you're killing it, why the fuck? And I'm killing it in my field. Why the fuck would I hate because I can't do that? Right. No. I'm gonna celebrate that. Cause hell, I can't do that shit. So it's it take it <sighs> take a lot. You feel me? So I'm like, I appreciate all my all my uh especially my core group. You, you know what I'm saying? Angie who live right now. Um, what up, Angie? Um, 
you know, Chantel, Amber, Patrick, you feel me? Like, um, all my core, um, my OGs and everything like that, you know? Like, I, my core, my group is strong. Like, my power family, people that I really fuck with have just come out of thin air. Support has just been coming out of thin air. And I love it. And I'm and I'm thankful for it. And now that I see a lot of people, you know, stepping into the power world, um, it's like, okay, let me try to help in any way, shape, or form. Right. Because uh, I don't want to see you do the same shit or go through the same shit that I went through. So at this point, um, just trying to be, just knowing that it's bigger than me. You know what I'm saying? So... You know, you always learn some some new shit every time you hit a milestone. Twenty five k was a big it was a big deal for me. Uh, it it still is a big deal. Like it it really is a big deal because it it really just let me know that all the hard work, time, patience, energy, tears didn't go in vain. It doesn't go in vain. And understanding that really I am really one of. Um, uh, I'm, I'm literally becoming a pod father. The pod father. You feel me? To a lot of people, um, whether directly or indirectly. And um, I respect that. And I love that. And um, I appreciate that. Whether you say it or whether you don't. Like I said, directly or indirectly. So um, I'm glad that I could be, can still be an inspiration. It's weird being an inspiration to you know, taking on that role is very weird to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm real with mine. Y'all, y'all already know how I am. I'm yeah. just, I just be like, it just be weird to me. I, just, I never looked at myself as that type of dude. So it just be like, cause I be chilling over here. Y'all see me? I got a glass of wine over the fuck now. Like I'm, just, <laughs> I'm chilling. Like I'm just chilling. chilling. But I'm just like, I, I, I always keep it 100 or try to. You know what I'm saying? You know, during this program and with 100 some odd episodes, 170. Oh God, eight in the in the can at twenty five k. I can't be mad. Can't so be mad. What do you see? We saw the progression. Yeah. What, what's next year? What's twenty twenty one? What do you you do you think that far out, or is it just you do it and the results come? I do it and the results come. Yeah. Um, I have thought about it. Um, hopefully, sometime getting on the radio in twenty twenty one, if that's a thing. That'd be dope. You know what I'm saying. Um, maybe not with the podcast itself, but, you know, working for another radio show, um, getting my feet wet in there. Um, but actually just, um, getting some investors for getting back to getting some investors once everything opened up again, getting back to getting some investors for the podcast and everything, getting back to traveling and everything, getting back to what I was originally about to accomplish mm-hmm. before everything like hit the fan. So you know, really preparing myself for that, you know, just getting that together. And, um, yeah, about to get my feet wet in this, you know, this radio, really radio industry. Because, like I said, I'm, I'm preparing still. And, like I said, once everything opens back up, I feel like it's about to go wild. I think everything is – I think this is our time to really start thinking about what we want to really accomplish out of life. Yeah. And, we got to come out of this strong and driven and going because it's going to go. As okay. soon as it's over, they're not going to let up. Nope. Everybody's going to be on tip. 
Everybody gonna be at the gym. Everybody gonna be working. Listen, they ass off. So first of all, if you ain't been doing it now, don't do it when you when exactly. it's when it's over. That's all I'm saying. You feel what I'm saying? As all I have listen, and I'm not even saying like you gotta work out in your house every other day, but if you not even like trying to do a push up or do a curl at home, mm-hmm. and you talking about oh, I'm just waiting for the gym. No, because then you weren't really you weren't really loving working out. Mm. I've seen people who who want to work out and they gonna work out. Darius gonna work out. You know what I'm saying? He missed the gym, but he gonna work out. You feel what I'm saying? So that's a man, that's a person, and I know people out there who just want to get it. So if you've been getting it this whole time during the pandemic, during this time of stillness, even in all of everything that you're going through right now, trust me, you about to come out on top. You about to come out on bag. I'm I'm trying to tell you. Everybody that's literally just, you know, giving up and not really holding spirit, you know, we can we can pray for them, we can we can give them strength, but at the end of the day, they have to kind of pull themselves up. Yeah. They have to. You understand what I'm saying? They have to. And even sometimes the stronger support system can't do it. So it's like you you gotta let them you gotta let them pull them up. And the people that's just lollygagging and thinking this shit ain't funny, you know, this shit is real, we'll see y'all. We'll see y'all on the other side. Mm-hmm. We'll see y'all. Yeah, that's what that is. Because y'all think this shit is a joke. But that's okay. We'll see y'all on the other side. But yeah, 25,000 streams. Yeah, I'm the shit. I'm that nigga. Uh-huh. Um, let's talk The Last Dance, man. Uh, this docu-series... We enjoyed every. I think we experienced every every episode. You know, like, made it a thing. I go. I love experiences. Yeah, experience. I I I I love to get an experience from something, and I think to Cordell's point, from episode one to episode ten, we literally watched on this big ass TV in front of us. And in every episode, in every episode, I think we were shocked at every point. Every point. At every <laughs> point. It was always something. Mm-hmm. What? So I'm going to ask you a few questions. Yeah. What was your favorite? Out of all 10 episodes, what was your favorite episode? Oh. Out of all 10, you can pick two. 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 It was hard for me, too. And I'm still going through my head on them. Yeah. <gasps> If y'all, if you're in the, and if you're in the yeah, comments right see. now, if you're in the comments right now, um, if you're in our Facebook Live comments and you watch The Last Dance, 1 through 10, what is, and those who are listening to me audioly when, when this comes out, what are, what were your la, uh, the favorite, your favorite two episodes of The Last Dance? I'm going to have to say, and this one was hard, um, I'm going to have to go with Five, mm. when he left bas- uh, basketball, yeah, because w- because when when one, two, three, and four came out, when four came out specifically, no, was that seven? When he left, when he, when he left baseball, whatever whatever one on that one, I don't know what you're talking that about. one when he left, when he left, yeah, and I believe that was episode probably 
seven. I think that was episode seven. That was episode seven. That was my favorite. That was mm. probably my favorite episode mm. because that was the climax. Yeah. Oh, that was the climax for everything. And when he left, to know that his his dad died like that, oh my god. I was I was sick for him. Yeah. Right? It was tough to see. It was tough, yeah. It was too tough. I was like That was one of the most emotional episodes, I think. Him and Steve Kirsch on what they popped. Yeah. That was one of the emotional moments. Yeah. I was like, shit. Yike. And then Steve oh Steve Kerr's dad get oh my goodness. Now yeah. When he when he said what he said, uh, what happened to him about his dad, that was both of them. It was just hard to it was hard to see, especially because we've as 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 the generation we've grown up, we've always known Michael to be, you know, this hard ass, you invisible, know what I'm saying, bro. invisible man, you know what I'm saying, could you know, never really he was you know, he's a Q, first of all. You understand what I'm saying? And he's just a hard ass, right? Mm-hmm. Smart ass, hard ass, but tough. You understand what I'm saying? And really never showed emotion. So this documentary literally humanized, I think for us, in our generation, Michael Jordan. Yeah. And the 10th episode, once I didn't fall asleep and watched it all the way through, <laughs> um, the 10th episode was my, my second favorite. Okay. Because it really just culminated like, Really like to me like wow this man is the greatest. Like there's no comparison. I I there's there's no debate. Like I'm sorry. Like I'm I'm sorry to any I'm sorry to y'all mans. <laughs> I'm yeah. saying I'm sorry to everybody who who think there may be a debate. But after watching this documentary and I've seen multiple Jordan documentaries after watching this one in particular, there is no fucking debate yeah. anymore about. The GOAT when it comes to, you know, who's the best in in the game of basketball. This man was. To have all th- to have all three of the biggest legends of their time come to you. Actually, two of them. No. Yeah, two of them come to you in Larry Bird and Magic Johnson and say, this nigga was the truth. Like yeah, we we the we the shit. Trust me, we brought the NBA into this. Oh, but he about to take off with it. And what did he do? Michael brought with what 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 we have today. I was like, and 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 it wasn't just basketball for me. It was for me. It was like on an entertainment level, just seeing how the press was on his ass. Yeah. Oh my God! You got to see what it felt like to be MJ. And I yeah, think we never, we didn't live it. We right, were, we were kids. Right. So I think it gave us, like, like I said, it humanized. I'm like, damn, like he had to deal with being bro. MJ. You got to deal with that. Everybody said, I want to be like Mike. You get in front of that. Sure. Kid. You understand this documentary? You like, nah. nah. That's, nah. A, that's a tough life. Nah, I'm good. One of mine, like, I, I really like the Bad Boys, of course. Woo! Because that's the listen, whole team. That listen. was really cool to see. Bad Boys was definitely top up there, yeah. too. Definitely. That was fun, seeing Robin and all that. But, you know, I wish I remembered what episode this was. I feel like it was, like, a five or six. Mm-hmm. I love the episode where Jordan was, we saw Jordan talking greasy. When Woo! he was, like, tough on Scott Burrell. Oh. Like, oh. when he was calling, like, bro, oh. he was at... 
that, next? He was that Q dog came out of. Bro, like, <laughs> definitely. Hey, you ain't gonna shoot it, huh? I'm like, what? Listen, I'm like, dog. Mike was an animal. Mike, what? But here, Mike had to go through the '80s. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? And I think a lot of people forget that, right? I know, I know. Uncle Shannon Sharp always talk about, you know. You know, Michael had to, Michael was losing during the eighties. Da, 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 da. You're right. You're right. Because at that time, it was all about the Lakers and the Celtics. Yeah, it was a battle. It was a battle. That was what it was. It was all about Magic Johnson and the Lakers, Larry Bird and them damn Celtics. That's what it was. So, coming out, you have to be, you have to stop the Celtics, but then. You have to stop, case in point, the bad boy bad Pistons. Boys. You understand and what I'm saying? They, and they crime. You and, know what I'm saying? Okay. Oof. Right? Because the Pistons at that time are now facing, at their prime, the Celtics at the Celtics. their peak. Exactly. They had to get there. They had to get there. Right? So while Michael is fighting, trying to even get in the Eastern Conference Finals at this time, the Pistons are trying to battle the Eastern Conference champions and the Celtics just to meet the Lakers at the finals. To understand the pyramid of what they had to go through during that time. And I'm like, damn, the East was like stacked like that. Like the East used to be built. Like you had to go through like the Celtics. Then you had the Pistons. Then you had probably Chicago. Then once... You know, the Lakers knocked off the Celtics in the finals after like 86 or 87 or something like that. All right, bad boys come in. Bow. We get two championships. Bow, bow. Michael understands now. All right, it's my time. Yeah. I am the baddest man on the planet. It is my time. I'm transcending the culture. It is my time. I'm about to rule the 90s. Period. I'm about to rule the 90s. Okay. He didn't win in 90. We did get that championship as Detroit. But come 91, till, ha, that man said, ball head, new Jays, I'm coming for niggas' heads. Boy, for real. New Jays, I'm coming for niggas' heads. And at that point, you couldn't, you couldn't, nobody could beat that nigga. Nobody. Then, you're the baddest man on the planet, but the baddest man on the planet can't do it all. And that was cool. I think right. we got to learn about the Bulls as a team. Yeah. And what made them great. Absolutely. And that was fun. Because I learned about you learned about John Paxson. Yep. And Steve Curry's role. Like, Scott Burrell. We knew about them. Scott Burrell mm-hmm. and Rodman. We knew about Rodman. But yep. you learned how like how important Pippen was. And then to see Pippen I I don't think I've ever seen Pippen and the Bulls without Mike, like that little period when he was in the MLB. Ooh, that was interesting to that see. Was, that, that's why that episode yeah. was one of my favorite episodes. I see why you like that one. Because yeah. it really showed what it was like. Because I always wanted to know how it was when he left during that period. Yeah. That, that year and a half period where the Bulls wasn't a bad team. They were actually oh, great. They were actually a great team with Scotty at the helm. And what happened? Did they like. And I wanted to know if they made the finals, if they didn't make the Eastern Conference, did they lose in the semis? Like, you know, and case in point, Scott, you know, Scotty, 
Scotty got big headed. He got Michael big headed. You know, and rightfully so because you're you are considered the number two player in the in, in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? So the number one player decides that he wants to retire. He has three rings. He has multiple MVPs, scoring titles, all of this defense player. This this man is he's it. He's done, right? He's 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 physically worn out. So I get where he was coming from, where like, yo, you know, I, I was that man. And you gave it to this man. For what? You know, like I'm I'm putting up these numbers. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my man said the shot. Tony Kukos definitely. Tony Kukos hit the shot. And Scotty. And that was crazy to see that one incident in the NBA can just give color to your whole career. Just like, give it. Just because you shot out for one play. One play. Everybody in the NBA looked at you totally different as they like they was like you let the team down. That was, I was like, I'll be on it like that. Like they really take you that serious. Team down, Scotty. I was like, he did. Yeah, they won. <laughs> Y'all won to me. I was like, and and I and here's why I respect Scotty so much. Scotty was like, I wouldn't change a goddamn thing. Nope. not for the. I wouldn't change. I wouldn't change anything because that's how it worked. That's how it rocked. I would not change anything for anybody. Like, for what? You understand what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at Scotty. At all. No, no. Never, never was. You need to be. Pay that man. Pay me. Pay. I'll give you all the little loyalty you need. Pay him. Pay that, pay that man. Pay that man. Get that man his money. You feel what I'm saying? Um... I was about to say, I was about to ask another question. Best team ever in the NBA? Undoubtedly. I think I think there was always kind of this like smidgen of doubt <laughs> that the Warriors may have been that. I always had a little smidgen of doubt that mm-hmm. LeBron could possibly get over the get over as number one mm-hmm. in the NBA. He still has a chance, but the way that they dominated, I really, I don't know what, I think the 93 team was one of those teams in his first championship run where it was unstoppable, yeah, bro. That 72 was, and 10 season? Or oh, was yeah, it, that 96 was it, team. That 96? That 96 okay. team was crazy. Yeah. I think yeah. when, we, when we look back, bro, he dominated, bro. It was it was a consensus that you was not going to win because Mike was playing. Yep. I don't think we've ever seen that. You know what I'm saying? There's no team now that we can say the Warriors were tough, but Toronto thought they had a chance. Cavaliers thought they had a chance. When Mike was playing, you didn't have no chance. You didn't have no chance. You knew who was getting it. So the LeBron and Mike debate is finito? I think for now. I think that we can't – whatever – however LeBron's career turned out, mm-hmm. he didn't dominate like Mike. Mm-hmm. He's going to have his own little legacy. If he mm-hmm. come back and get – if we get a whole bunch of rings in the next whatever years, mm-hmm. then we can start having that debate. But right now, Mike is the man. He the man. Undoubtedly, people, he is the man. And um, just to let y'all know, that man was not smoking a cigar on that documentary. He was definitely had an extendo. He had. Okay. <laughs> you see to everybody. <laughs> to everybody that was saying, is that a cigar? No. That's good as Kush from probably Wiz or Snoop. Mm-hmm. And he knew he was about to do that damn documentary. 
And here's the thing, right? I always and 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 as as Michael Jordan as a human being, I kind of I kind of understood why he didn't get into so much social justice, civic justice, you know, in a in a way because everybody is in your face. Yeah. Everybody is in your face. And there will be another there won't be another athlete probably or another person of that transcending. There is no other person right now of that transcending um talent to have that type of media attention. Not nobody here now in this era. Absolutely not. The closest man had that is the, probably the Pope. <laughs> That's it. For real. <laughs> That's it. Ain't nobody in America. Pro- m- m- maybe Donald, but he, he yeah. get the regular media attention. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? But nobody will have it like that. Like, I... I said it last time. It was only two MJs that had that that type of media attention. It was Michael Jordan and Michael Jackson. The media always in your face, taking pictures, trying to get a story, trying to get a tabloid, like writing false shit about you. Like every, your name is being brought up every day of every hour of every waking minute. Nobody lived that life like that except for those two men. An athlete and a musician slash entertainer. And they actually they were both entertainers. They were just in two different fields. Both were black. Just to let you know. And I don't care what you say about Michael. He was black. God damn it. That that white mute, that white skin. I don't give a fuck. Smooth criminal was that shit. Okay? Was that shit. You've been hit by a smooth criminal. I'm telling you. He tried to be not black. He did. He did. He did. He did. He ain't like you for real. He was like, listen, Joe scarred his ass for life. Okay. He did some crazy shit. What a crazy fuck like that. I'd be mad too. I wouldn't want to be black in my own skin as well. I'd be like, this is what black people go through. Oh hell no! And I see them over here, bitch. Fuck you, Joe. I'm straight. <laughs> Fuck you, Joe. Leave me alone. I don't. I don't even want. No, I'm good. Uh, what else we got on the docket? Only fans. Oh, oh my yes. goodness. Uh, I'm getting tired of only fans, <laughs> and it's not even because like, and I've said this before. You know, it's not even because like. You can go to Pornhub and get this shit for free. It's literally because y'all not even doing shit. You're not. You're not. You, here's the thing, yo. Like, y'all are posting the same pictures on OnlyFans that I can see for free on Instagram. That I see for free. I, I can go to my Instagram right now and keep swiping and see a... Oh, Lord. A... A, a big ass and a thong and some titties on the split. Four hundred thousand views. Bow. And 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 y'all paying fifteen twenty dollars to see these <laughs> women. <laughs> really? It's crazy. How do you feel? So how do you feel about the entrepreneurial spirit? 
Like, <laughs> that's cute. Like, rhyme with me. So, if, if I'm a, a woman uh-huh. or a man, yeah. I don't got nothing going for me right now. Mm-hmm. I don't have no money. I don't got a career. Mm-hmm. Is it, are you so, are you, are you more so disappointed in the people buying it or the people actually soliciting the content? <laughs> like, I think, I think if we think about it, OnlyFans is a platform mm-hmm. where people can, like, Gain monetary value. Mm-hmm. They can mm-hmm. whatever in a way blow up, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So the way I'm not mad at the at the person mm-hmm. putting it off because they get their coin. All right. I think I'm more disappointed that we so gullible to it that we that there are people that patronize it that people are paying for this content like you said that's on Instagram. Like, which one do you feel like you more disappointed in? Both. Well, it's a two-way street. Here's the thing. Entrepreneurial spirit. As an entrepreneur, first of all, if you really want to make your own money, why would you do OnlyFans when you have a close friend on Instagram and you can ask for cash app? Let me say that again. On Instagram, you can have, if you have a great follow, Right? If you have a great following, you can make a a, a, a a fans page on Instagram. Get you close friends. Have a close friend live. And then put your cash app in the fucking thing. Close friend live. Pin that bitch. Do you not know that people have already done? This is the thing I'm talking about. Why is OnlyFans a thing? Again, I keep saying OnlyFans is nothing but close friends on Instagram. And ain't nothing but close friends on Instagram. And hell, the shit that I see on OnlyFans, I can see. Again, I'm just saying, y'all entrepreneurial spirit is way, way left. And then the thing about it is, probably OnlyFans is getting a monetary percentage of what the fuck you're making. Oh, for sure. For sure. So if you're charging $25 a month, OnlyFans is probably going to get a good 5% of that. We're on live on Instagram. If you have the smarts, you could go on live. Hey, get you some close friends who really, really want it. Pin that in, pin that cash app, and start doing it. So then you don't get tax money. But see, I'm just trying to help the next woman and sister brother out here. You understand what I'm saying? Now, here's the thing why I'm disappointed in the people. First of all, I would expect, like you said, people who don't have anything really going for them right now, you know, maybe some 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 people in the entertainment industry actually just watch, watch the uh, porn um, documentary on Netflix, like after, after porn, yeah, after porn, uh, watch that, and, um, you know, I can see how people in the, the adult industry could, you know, use that, that monetarily. However, when you are a celebrity, like Erica Mena, Safavik, all these other, Lyrica Anderson, right? All these other celebrities who have money, but, you know, they say they have money, right? They say they have money. They say. They say. Right, we hear, we see, we see, we see on the TV yeah. screen that you have money. Yeah. 
You understand what I'm saying? But why are you using OnlyFans? What the fuck are you? And here's the thing for me. Ain't y'all married? What the fuck? What kind of marriage is this? What lines are we drawing here? What are we doing? What? I just need help trying to understand. Is that really entrepreneurial spirit? Or are you really just trying to just sit here and expose? Is it real? I'm just, I'm just sick of it. I'm tired. Like, don't sit here and portray something on the TV screen or anything in your life for real, for real, as something being real when you are literally shaking your ass trying to show, oh, I don't want to, you know, be that, you know, because I'm a father. I don't want to be that because I'm a mother. I hate that shit. I fucking hate that shit. Stop fucking being so fucking contradictory. If you really, if you really about your shit, if you really gonna, if you really gonna change your life around, don't do this. Stop doing the same shit that you keep doing. Stop it. You want shit to change? Change it. But of course, you're not gonna change it for a bag. You're gonna shake that ass for a bag. Yes, you're gonna show some muscles for a bag. You're gonna show a little titty for a bag. So I mean, I understand the entrepreneurial side. Get your money. You feel me? But just know it's gonna be something on the other side of that that's not gonna be good. So I'm just letting y'all know. If you be careful. That's what I think. I think I can't judge it. But you wonder the ramifications. Mm-hmm. You wonder about the OnlyFans monetizing off of you, showing you whatever. You know what I'm saying? Just think about who got the pictures. That's what I'm saying. Like it's gonna, it's gonna come back. I don't know. It's gonna come back That's and bite a lot of y'all in the ass. Yeah, it's gonna be a tough. lot of y'all in the ass. Like OnlyFans is probably like, and you, and the, and the crazy thing is, you have to understand like, nowadays you have to understand social media algorithms, like. Data and shit is way more advanced now than what it was 10, 5, even a year fucking ago. You understand what I'm saying? And sometimes we don't read the terms and conditions. I'm, I'm, I think we are all yeah. prone to that. You understand what I'm saying? We all don't read terms and conditions. And anybody that tells you that they do literally can, ki- can kiss my ass. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I read it. I read them depending on the importance of the app. You understand what I'm saying? So, um, if I get, if I'm deciding to go to a new streaming service with my podcast, of course I'm reading the terms and conditions, but if it's another social media service like TikTok, I don't give a fuck. You understand what I'm saying? But I don't have TikTok, right? right. Cause I just don't, I'm, I'm not a TikToker. Right? <laughs> but, <laughs> but is that what they call them? You know, I don't know. It gotta be that. It has to be. But at the end of the day, it's like, bruh. Y'all don't know what OnlyFans is. It's providing y'all a platform to sit here and um, to make money, to monetize yourself. And a lot of y'all will sit here and be like, well, you know, you know, I'm just trying to make a dollar. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to make a buck. Hey, make your buck. Make your dollar. I ain't mad at that. You understand what I'm saying? Just be conscious and, and aware of what the fuck you're doing and know that this shit gonna be out. Like, like, OnlyFans ain't gonna last long. You understand what I'm saying? We've already seen leaks. We've mm. seen it leak. All Twitter. Of information. Okay? All of, All of it. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Y'all don't understand screenshots and screen records and y'all think shit is sweet. Right. 
Shit ain't sweet just because. Okay, okay. all right. Hey, which y'all, if y'all got the K Cash, KK, um, leak, fucking. That's the one I've been waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all drop that, somebody got the plug on that. I'm, I'm all for it. I need the log. Man, oh my god, please just send him the link. You know what I'm saying? K Cash. K Cash. Oh my gosh, she must be cute. Bro, she she, she evolved. Oh man, okay. <laughs> Good demon. Um, I want to talk about my hair journey before we get out of here, man. Um, I know y'all can't probably see it because I'm I'm black as hell, but hey, boys, you know, right? Yeah. But you know, the hair journey is is coming along. Let me just say, first of all, to all my black women out there, whether you're listening, watching, whatever you're doing right now in the podcast world, uh, when it comes to the TOB, let me just give you black women particularly. Um, so much, you know, I love you guys always. You understand what I'm saying? I always have love, respect, and um, admiration for you. You understand? You know, you know, like being raised by a single black woman always will have that. Um, I think I grew in loving you guys more when I started growing my hair out. Um, because the, <laughs> the understanding of patience and falling in love with your hair is something that I have now grown to understand and to cherish. Um, I have famously incorporated the famous black woman pat down um, because I can't keep digging in my head like this. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I can't... You, I, listen, it's and it's some struggles. You know what I'm saying? It be struggling. You know, my hair grows out of control. I have... Like, a, I, 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 I was born in Florida, so I have that... I have that wild grow hair. You understand what I'm saying? My shit grows... If I put some water in it, like, <laughs> like it, it just grows with or without oil or water. And the way that I, you know, keep my hair um, tight and right and shit, it's just, it continues to, to, to really grow. So when I decided to actually lock my hair up, I was like, um, I looked at my hair one day and it was just looking real matted. And I had it under a hat for a long time. Because during my birthday, I didn't really get a haircut. I think I like, I like mm-hmm. a, maybe like a little high top haircut. But other than that, it was, it wasn't nothing. So after that, come, come probably March when, before everything hit, I decided to grow my hair out. I was like, you know what? Let me see if I can grow my hair out just to see if, you know, uh, I can do this. You know, see if I can have patience with myself, you know, disciplining myself just to keep it you know, tight, you know, at least growing or whatever. And I kept a hat on my head for at least a whole month. Like, I kept my pin and brother hat on me for a <laughs> long time, man. And it got, it got so, it, I don't want to say it got so mad it, but it really got mad it. And what I didn't understand and what I understand now about my hair is that my hair grows like super duper uber fast, right? And so when I decided to get my hair twisted the first time, um, I looked at my hair and I was like, oh shit, maybe this can't get twisted. So I asked my friend Chantel, she, I was like, yo, can you twist my hair or whatever? She was like, yeah, I got you. So all I had at the time was like some water and I think conditioner. And that was it. Like, that's it. All I had was water and conditioner. Thugging it. Thugging it out here looking like a white winner with these braid twists. <laughs> you feel me? And then once she took them out, it grew some more. Retwisted it. Took them out, grew some more. Retwisted it. Now... 
took them out, grew with some more, retwisted it, and now I'm in the need of a new retwist. And now mm. my hair is like growing super out of control. And I love it. And it gets on my nerves. I'm like, first of all, it's like this pat is crazy as hell. Um, I literally have to be in the bathroom for more than five minutes now when it comes to, you know, doing my hair and shit like that. This is the shit I was dreading, you know? That sounds tough. You know, this is the shit I was dreading. But at the end of the day, I was like, you know, if black women can do this, then I think I can do this. You know, they don't complain. Oh, yes, they do. <laughs> they do complain. They do complain. But they do it really well. Yeah, they do it. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm going to complain, I have to complain and do it really well. The thing about this is I have to get this retwisted, right? And um, while Chantel really, really put some, you know, hard work and hand time into my twist, it is the untwisting of these things that's going to be very, very dreadful. And that's the patience and the durability that I have to muster. Because, y'all, when I tell you taking these things out, and these are the little worms. You understand what I'm saying? I got the little worms in my head right now. And... Taking out the little worms is like an all-day thing. You have to really muster up the the uh, the literally durability. Like you have to have nothing on your schedule for at least mm-hmm. about four hours and sit here and just. I remember taking my hair out the first time. I asked Chantel, I was like, "Yo, can you help me take my hair out?" She was like, "Oh yeah, I got you." And all of a sudden, I just started taking it out, taking it out, taking it out, taking it out. And by the time she hit me back, I was like, I'm good now. My hair is taken off. And I was like, I, you you just got to learn. So at this point, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to just learn. And I like getting my hair twisted. I want to get my hair braided next time. I really okay. want to get my hair braided. I really want some cornrows. See how, you know, my cornrows is. I got bet. You know what, what I love, though, is that I got some good-ass edges. Baby hairs is lit. You understand what I'm saying? And let me just say, like, my thirst trapping has went up to a million percent. I just want to say that real real talk. A million? A million percent. Millions (laughs) percent. Like, I don't know what the hell it is it is about this hair, but it just gives me so much confidence. Like, the confidence, like, y'all already know I I, I had oozy, oozy confidence about me already. I done got this hair. Oh man, it's like light skin tie came back. Man, yeah, he acted different, y'all. It's bad, you know. If you knew light skin tie, you knew who he was. You know what I'm saying? Like light skin tie was the nigga. You know what I'm saying? And now it's like now that I got the baby goatee and everything like that, and I might let my beard grow out again because I'm tired of shaving it. So we'll see what that happens. How that how that goes? You know what I'm saying? And um. But yeah, like it's it's weird, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm it's more confident. I'm falling in love with my hair. It's it's crazy, you know what I'm saying? It's weird because now I'm growing my hair out, Patrick Vaughn. That's what I was about to say. It's it's crazy. <laughs> yes, y'all. You, Patrick you, you is bald. It Pat is bald. Really took it off. Like y'all, Pat is looking like Mega Mind, y'all. I'm trying to tell y'all, like Mega Mind, okay? Feel like Chico Bean, man. Literally, Chico. Chico. He look like skinny Chico, and I look like skinny Emmanuel Hudson. 
Swear. I look like uh, Corliss Williamson or. Uh, <laughs> I'm sick. They over here got all these. Corliss. All this new. Hey. I'm about to come out of quarantine like at the barbershop. Like, look, give me the little face. Give me the face. Regular. Because, because I mean, every, but movie. because because listen, everybody is in your position right now. It's a lot I'm, of people. I'm, in who, I'm feeling for y'all right now. A lot of people are really ready to go back to the shop. Are ready to go back to the shops. Already. But here's my thing, though, right? If y'all... Here's how I, here's how I kind of know, like, some of us as black people kind of lost our spirit as entrepreneurs, mm. right? Because I learned very, very early as a, as a hustler how to get it, mm. right? Learning how to shovel snow... In Detroit and everything, you know what I'm saying? You get $15, $20 for every house you do and everything like that. My neighbor was cutting hair in his basement. Like, every, it was a point where every black person was cutting hair, doing hair in their basement. What happened to that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, my thing is, once it got to a point where, you know, things kind of seemed where, okay, we can, we can die it down just a little bit. Like, not saying invite everybody to your crib, but have appointments. You know what I'm saying? Have those appointments. Make sure people wear masks. Make sure people do this, this, and that. You know what I'm saying? Make your money on the side. Venmo, cash app, check, money order, cash card. Like, y'all, lit. I was, in my head, I was like, oh, black people gonna be, all, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna be all right. Like, we, we know, like, yo, we was in the basement doing this shit before we actually got shot. So I'm like, oh, we're going to be fine. We're going to be all right. Like, I know, you know, I know we dying from this shit, but I also know that it's going to come to a point where we actually need, you know, hairstyle and shit like that. You know, our nails done and shit like that. And it's been a couple, it's been a couple of people that I've seen on the gram and just on social media who have literally adapted, shift, but not stop, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it was a girl who was doing nails. She had her, uh, she told, she put the gloves on the, uh, the person and snipped each, um, oh, the finger. The finger. Wow. And she had gloves on too. What a mask. They both had. Ma- mm. That's super dope. That's not dope. missing no money. I said, oh, shifting, not stopping. Mm-hmm. Like, pause for a minute. Understand where we are right now. See what you need to do and then keep going. That just that just let me know like oh it's a lot of y'all out here missing some money. It's a lot. Of it's a lot of it's a lot of y'all missing some money. Like y'all could be out here like if y'all really wanted it for real, niggas could be buttered. Buttered. I'm just saying, buttered, buttered toast. I just can't wait for that butter thing. I feel like that's going when the Andy hit toast. That's gonna change my whole outlook. Yeah, I just want him to hit this back real quick. Back up real oh my quick. god, this nappy back here. Hit this back real quick and you know, line me up. Have have somebody retwist my shit. Mm-hmm. Ooh. You acting up. Oh, what? I need some I need somebody untwisted, retwisted, and then uh oh yeah, it's gonna be Cause at this point I'm like I was gonna ask Chantel to retwist this, but then I'm like mm, I feel like things are about to open up it again. That's all, I'm like we're close to that. And know? I feel like at this point, you know, I want to sh- I want to go to a shop. You know what I'm yeah. saying? May go to may go to JoJo's house. You know what I'm saying? She get you right too. 
You know what I'm saying? May go there. You know what I'm saying? Get, get, get hooked up. You know what I'm saying? Get the good old washing go. You know what I'm saying? Get the read, get untwisted. You know what I'm saying? See what she talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm ready to be in the chair. You know what I'm saying? Instead of, I want to see how I was be in the chair instead of getting my hair cut. Now getting braided or twisted up mm. or something like that. that. I want, I want to see that. That's you get the, be. you get the beauty shop privilege, bro. That's that's rare for a man to have that. You know that that's access. a. You know for me that's a privilege. Yeah, I look at that as a very very. I I look at that as a privilege. I look at that very much as a privilege. I respect the beauty shop, the beauty shop too. Just as much I was as I respect the uh, the barber shop, I have much respect for the beauty salon too. I respect all of the uh, beauticians that slay everybody's hair, that twist everybody's hair, that braids everybody's hair because y'all are dope. You know what I'm saying? So it's much respect going in there and then uh then then you know, then then actually sitting here I'm just ready to get in the shop for real, for real. So we'll see what happens, man. I might just keep these until shop opens. We'll see. Just keep it that way. You got anything else, man? Uh no man, I do want people, man. I think this is a good time to volunteer and help out yeah. those those less fortunate where you they you so if you got opportunities to do that, I want to want to uh, challenge myself to do more of that. So Absolutely, I think there's a lot of nonprofits in the area that you know could use help. So Absolutely. challenge you to do that. All right, that. Better know, better know. Well, guys, we are out of here. I appreciate everybody for rocking with us on Facebook Live, and I will see you guys on uh, Sunday. You can catch us um, on uh, our platforms. We are on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Tony Radio, Stitcher Radio. You can listen to our website, www.tyronthewitch.com forward slash the opinionated brother. Um, make sure that you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at uh, T-O-B underscore underscore P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's T-O-B double underscore podcast, okay? Make sure that you follow. I am out of here. Peace, love, and hair grease. We out E5. Bow.